What's up, world? It's Katrina and Marlena, and this is Excess Baggage, the podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking the strong Black woman syndrome. Okay, let's start the show. Joe baggage on today um I don't know <laughs> I, I always say I don't know but I do know I, when I don't know it's something about about black moms mm. and how s- sometimes they can say things that get you know get maybe they get under your skin but not necessarily get under your skin as in like made you upset but sure. it makes you think like, well, why would they ask me something like this? <laughs> it's like, sometimes I get questioned about certain things or, you know, I'll be asked, you know, what do I think about something? And then when the, when the, she doesn't elaborate or like go into detail, sometimes it like leaves me wondering like, well, what the hell did that mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then. Because it was so like, you know, I want to say minor, but it it's it wasn't, you know, something serious, serious, like coming back to that would just be, it could be awkward. Like, right. what did you mean when you said, well, you know, like no one likes to be questioned like that. Right. I just wish that we would have kind of finished the conversation. So then I could kind of see like, okay, well, where did that come from? Mm. Um. Cause yeah. now you're reeling, your yeah. brain is going, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> making soul. up narratives that right. might not so, even be true. So what do you say? Are you, are, is this what you're thinking? <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking like that, but I guess that's my baggage for today. Just kind of, you know, overanalyzing, which I tend to do. Mm. Um, you know, I know that I'm a worrier, um, which I feel like I got from my mother anyway. So sure. it's just one of those things. Right. And so, yeah, I just kind of maybe, an, I wouldn't say too long, you know, I know how to cut it off, but right. I think for about a good hour, I just kind of was like, Hmm, <laughs> like, you know, it was like, it wasn't like pressing, pressing in the brain, but it was kind of like in the background somewhere, just chilling. What's funny about that, right? Because it doesn't feel funny in the moment, but it's one of those things where it's like, if you just ask, you could get it out of the way. But instead, we reel for an hour or however long and like convince ourselves not to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I would, no, I'm not, I'm never afraid. I, I'll definitely ask questions, but I just know, you know, I you when you know the person, Mm. you just know right so maybe this is the next time I talk to her might be might not be the next the next time I bring it up but maybe maybe at some point but just not right now gotcha that makes sense that makes and if she wants to expound on it I'm sure I will hear about it again (laughs) right (laughs) I'm 1000% sure I will hear it again so (laughs) this is not the end of that yeah Ugh, I get that. <laughs> anyway, what's your package for today? I was just acknowledging on my way home today that I 
need to stop being so nice. And I feel like I do. Oh my God, Katrina. What? <laughs> I just need to stop being so nice. I do. Oh my God. Why, why are you saying you it like me? that? Have... Why are you saying it like that? You're just like, you know what? <laughs> I, on my way home, <laughs> I just thought about it and I'm just done. Listen. I decided maybe I should stop being so nice. Yes. That is okay. a real thing that's happening in my life right okay. now. Okay. I'm going to let you continue. I'm going to let you continue, but I just want you to know that that was hilarious. Um, but go oh. ahead. <laughs> Those are literally the words I said to myself. Like, you got to stop being so nice. <laughs> um, so to be clear, I feel like I do a fairly good job with boundaries. I don't think I've always been great with them, but... I think at this time in my life, I do a fairly good job with boundaries for the most part. And I can have a tendency to not think hard enough before I answer questions or before I agree to things and overpack my schedule. And I do it a lot of times because it's like, oh, like it'll be fine. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, I have the time, whatever. But the reality is like, I don't. I don't (laughs) like (laughs) I really don't my schedule was really packed this week and I added some other things on that were not initially on my plate at the top of the week in order to like accommodate people um and also because I'm going out of town next week or this weekend through next week so I was like okay like this will make it easier on me but also it doesn't because tomorrow is going to be a really long day um and just thinking about it I don't feel overwhelmed but I do feel exhausted like just at the thought of all of the things that I need to do tomorrow I just feel exhausted so that's why I feel like I need to stop being so nice like I need to take a beat and just not accommodate Um, even if I feel like I have the time and all of that, I'm going to also throw on top of this, my period started. And so now I'm really beating myself up. Like you are going to be so tired tomorrow and probably not feeling well, because it'll be day two. So like, this would have been a good day to not have (laughs) the bloody day two, bloody day two. It's like a horrible, I feel like every girl I've ever met has always told me that day two is the worst. It is. It's so like, I mean, I say one and two really, because one is just like, well, I don't know, depending on who you are, one can go one or two ways. Right. (laughs) You could either A, be out just having a great time. Like that. Right. And then then it it just, it hits. Right. You're like, what the, what? Right. (laughs) And then the other one is just like, oh, so now you want to play games. Right. You want to act like you're coming, but you're not really coming. You're just going to send me through a bunch of BS, the a shit bunch show. of penis yeah. that yeah. is not going to feel good. And then by day two, I'm just dying. Yeah. Day one and three are like a crapshoot, depending on what's been going on in your life. Day two, though, pretty consistently, she'd be rough. Yeah. <laughs> she'd be yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> and agree. even if it's not like, cramps and like not feeling good it's just I'm exhausted right (laughs) my body just be like why are you like up and moving and like functioning like go to sleep 
So that's the other piece of it. It's like, if I had not accommodated so many people, I would have less going on tomorrow on day two of my cycle. Um, so that's, yeah. And, and I leave town Friday morning. Tomorrow's the last day to pack. I have not started packing. I still okay, got to do, some do that out. right after this. Literally, after you get off of this, you need to like at least put a pair of pants. Something I know. In there. Something. I know. Just this open is, the this bag. This is why <laughs> I need to stop being so nice, Marlena, because I haven't started packing. I still need to clean my freaking house before I leave. Like, so I just have to not accommodate people. I need to be more clear with myself before I respond to things and just like really take full inventory. I think that's the problem. It's not necessarily that I'm, I guess, not necessarily that I'm being too nice to people, but it's that I'm not taking full inventory of what is on my plate. <laughs> right. And then for whatever reason, you know, every time before you leave town, you end up running around no matter how much you planned. So true. And how much you tried to get things done early, you still end up running around. So I feel like tomorrow I could have used the extra time to potentially run around if I needed to, but I don't have it now. And so it's just going to be what it is. But I ran around today and yesterday because I packed my Thursday. So that's hmm. my baggage today. I just, I'm feeling the impact of some decisions that I made this week. Or you're feeling the impact of what our topic is today, which is right. da, 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 <laughs> strong black woman syndrome. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you ain't. You ain't. Kind of low key. Um, you know, doing all the things, doing all the things, not slowing down, balancing and kind of running a little like I won't even say rat race, but like a little hamster wheel. It's like mm-hmm. it, and and some at sometimes it's so heavy that (laughs) just when you do fall you just don't know how far the fall is going to (laughs) be you're hoping that you know you can uh, retrieve (laughs) some sort of dignity you know so that you can be like look I know that I'm excellent. I know that I am capable of a lot of things, but you know what else I know is that I also want to be healthy. Uh Uh-huh. I I want to be healthy. I want to rest. I want to enjoy my success. I don't want to feel like, you know, and I know it's like, oh man. I don't want to be running around all the time. I don't want to be running myself into the ground. I don't want to be exhausted. I don't want to have a hellish day too (laughs) because I deserve to be able to take a break extra break extra long break on my day too because I just need that I deserve to be able to listen to my body and I want to be able to make space for that Mm um I mean I know there are so many times within my career that I have put my work before my health and have had a series of like mini breakdowns Mm. of just trying to pull it together you know maybe going in the bathroom and just crying a little bit and just like letting it all out emotionally and then walking back in and just beasting everything that was in front of me right which 
in theory, like, yeah, it feels good to say that, you know, that you're good at what you do, but at the same time, um, yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> and I rather, I rather take, like, I don't want to work fast. You understand right. what I'm saying? Like, I want to like, yeah, we're going to get from A to B or wherever we need to be, but like everything should be just planned accordingly. Sure. And I feel like with the skills a lot of Black women do have, it just seems like it would be easier for us to navigate that space where we could be like, okay, look, this is the schedule. This is the way it's going to be. I'm going to prioritize my time and prioritize me, you know, without feeling guilty. Right. I feel like that is like the big thing about about it all it's just a right a guilt factor that you feel about not doing more right and I think it's just ingrained in us because of you know our upbringing and the way that black people have to fight for every single thing absolutely extra hard yeah yeah I think for me I'm sure that there was guilt at some point but for as long as I can remember I will say it's not so much that I experienced guilt, but it is that like, it's such a habit to just take things on that I just don't think about it. And I think that has been the the most challenging piece for me is like, slow the fuck down and think like, right. You have, especially now, like working for myself to some degree, I have the ability to make choices that don't have to require me being in that kind of space where I'm taking things on that I don't want to or things of that nature. Yeah, sure. Certain things we still have to do, but I have the ability to say no. I have the ability to like not do the thing, but there is this feeling of like, oh no, 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, no, I got it. Let's do it. All right, cool. And then I look up and I'm like, why is my schedule so full? Like, what was I... (laughs) where was I when I made this schedule this makes no sense like who did this and it was me I just wasn't thinking I wasn't processing I didn't slow down and take a beat I didn't you know really look at my full calendar and see what's in front of me before I said yes to things right it was just like oh yeah no absolutely oh yeah no let's do it fine whatever and I do that in business and then when somebody in my personal life calls it's like oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's a no brainer to me, but now I done said yes to everything in business and then added somebody else on top of that. And now my schedule is like, um, where, how, when, (laughs) when are you going to sleep? When are you going to take care of yourself? Right. And I don't know. I I just, I just feel like, is it just, are we just mirroring what we've seen? Absolutely. Absolutely you know because I can't count how many times like my mother or like my aunts or just people will just be going above and beyond and doing all the things to the point where I'm like those were questions like when are you sleeping right you know and now that I think for me that what's what's um you know because I feel like I've always been kind of surrounded by older people Mm. and you know, they instilled in me, like, you got to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to work hard. It's just like, you know, it's not um, up for debate. And I look at some of them, not, you know, my grandparents are doing okay, but I look at some of my family members that I know were going like ham like that. And they're, they are not doing well. 
Right. They're just not doing well. And I guess I'm just afraid that if Mm -hmm. I don't be more mindful of what's going on, that I am going to miss it. And I'm going to look up and be older and just, you know, when I'm supposed to be like really thriving and enjoying, enjoying what I've, you know, built, I'm worried about, you know, other things, you know? Right. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a both and situation. Like some of it is we mirror what we've seen growing up and what other women around us were doing. Like there's to some degree, you just feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And then there is the, the actual verbal teachings, right? It is them saying you got to work hard or harder, or you got to do the thing. Or when you come to them and you're asking for help or you're struggling and having a hard day and it's like, yeah, I, you can get a hug and a pat on the back, but you got to move through it. Right. <laughs> it's not right. like a, <laughs> take a break. You're good. Like take a load off. Let's see what we can get off your plate. It's like, a, okay, you had a moment. Cool. Keep going. Right. And then that is that like verbal teaching that like there is no space to correct or move differently. It's just you let it go. You, you, it's like you pack it on till you get overwhelmed. You do whatever happens when you get overwhelmed. You, you know, have a breakdown or whatever. And then you go back to packing it on. You go back yep. to carrying the weight. You go back to doing the thing. There wasn't like this, hey, don't you think that maybe we should look at what you're taking on and maybe taking some things off of your plate? Maybe we should look at making sure that you have somebody to talk to. Maybe we should, you know what I mean? Like there was none of that. It was just like, all right, you cried it out. You're good. Cool. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) You you gotta keep going. You gotta move through it. You gotta push through, right? And so I think it's both of those. It's seeing it play out, but then it's also that verbal teaching. And I think we get the reason why it's like the strong black woman syndrome. It's like, we get the worst of it. Women have this narrative in their heads in general, in especially in America, where like we take on all the things, right? And then Black folks have this narrative around, you got to work 10 times harder than everybody else. You got to do all the things. You have to appear like there's nothing wrong. Like you can handle everything. Like you are a Superman or Superwoman or however you want to call that. And you keep going. You never let them see you sweat and all of that kind of stuff. And then you put those two together. It's a wrap. (laughs) Like we are supposed to be invincible and nothing's supposed to bother us. Yeah. Uh, no, (laughs) that's not not real. It's not real. It's really, first of all, it's not real. And I think that's, I don't know. I I feel like sometimes things, how do I say it? I mean, it just makes you feel resentful of other, you know, people (laughs) that, you know, for facts are not going as hard and they are just exposed to so many opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, you know, just for just for being. Mm-hmm. You know, just for knowing a person, and, and that to me has always been an issue. I felt like, you know, aside from just being a strong black woman, like yeah, being that being an issue with communication, like there aren't a lot of black women that really want to put on other black women. Mm. They feel like their you know success is something that it's like they got to bottle it up or whatever and I feel like that's and I'm not saying at all obviously but 
you know, there are some people, some, like they always say, there are some people that are allies and there are some people that are posing as allies. Absolutely. I, I mean, I saw that whole post on, I don't know if you saw that post where that woman was talking about how she asked for, um, uh, or the woman was asking for $82,000 and the, and the recruiter was black, right? These are two. Oh people. yeah. I did see this. And she's, and, and she's like, Oh, but the ceiling was 132,000, but it's not my, my, my job to tell them, you know, to, to know their worth basically. or know their yeah. worth. And I'm like, see, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. Like right. that is like a prime example. And that's not like some little, you know, like just, you know, that's a lot a of money. One-off. That, that, that's not a one-off either. It's what I mean. Like, right. It's not just some, like this just happened. No, this is happening throughout all the industries. And I'm just like, damn, man, that's how, you know, like just as a culture, like we have so many good things. And then there's so many other things that really need help. Right. You know? And it, it's really stems from, you know, the way we were brought here. <laughs> You know, the way we were all just kind of pinned against each other, really. Absolutely. That it, this divisiveness within, within us, is just, is there. And I'm like, man, please. Right. And <laughs> also there's, there's a, a level, I think, especially with that post, when I was looking at it, I think there's a, a level of like, you're assuming that this person knew something. Yeah. And so you're missing, like you're forgetting the internalized narratives and the internalized racism and you're forgetting the system that you are in to suggest that this person does not know their worth is ridiculous when companies historically will not share with you what the range is for a position. No, they, they will never ask do. you what you want. Right. And they will give you what you want if that's in a budget. Right. And the budget could be a lot higher than that. And if you say something different, they're not going to say anything. They're and not going to fight you on it. But for me, that's that that is the whole reason why you should tell the person Absolutely. because that helps other black people. It's not Absolutely. just about y'all. You right. know, I, I just like that kind of stuff. I don't know. I know we're talking about strong black women syndrome and I kind of went on a tangent, but it was just like this. There, there is this way of just like not feeling like you have any guidance. Mm-hmm. You don't like you were saying, you don't have the guidance. And then sometimes you ask the question and then, you know, you're lucky if you get that support. And then mm-hmm. somebody that really like maybe sees somewhat of themselves in you, uh, in them, you know see some of you and them so they want to help you or they feel but I'm saying like literally you know in the white world it don't work like that okay it could <laughs> right. be a fucking some son that you know just don't have a job and they'd be like oh you know well I know such and such on the board of this and this is how these boards look like this with these dumb motherfuckers <laughs> making all these decisions yeah. where you know giving opportunity for somebody who's you know, actually dope and has their shit together. Like what's the problem? Right. But if let's be honest though, black folks do the same thing. We just don't have as much access, right? right? It's, it's the moments when we are not doing that, like this post that you're talking about that we're 
we already have less access and to to do something like that then puts us further behind. And part right. of the reason why we want more of us in higher levels, uh, higher level positions and in management and HR and things of that nature is so that these things don't happen. Because, you know, there are many stories where the HR person was a Black woman and was like, nah, sis, ask for more. Right. Like, right. <laughs> or, yeah, I hear you, but I'm going to give you what, the range really is because you deserve it right and so that that's the reason why we want that it's it's not that black folks don't do that it's just with the moments when it doesn't happen it's so much more detrimental because we already don't have exactly and the moments when we're doing it we may not have as much access there are black folks doing that all day every day but they work at the little corner store or they work you know what i mean like they're not on boards of things so the access is different but i mean we do that in our community too it's just it hurts us so much more when we are not following through with that when we are not looking at each other and going let me help you out because I understand that there are systems that haven't taught you exactly what this is supposed to look like and what you deserve yeah thanks and then you know we get back to that narrative of like well you were supposed to know how because you're supposed to know Katrina (laughs) you're 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 supposed to know um and that's a I don't know. I, I always found it to be strange anyway in companies when they don't say like what people like what the salary ranges are. I always find it to be strange because I'm just like, how the hell, how the hell are you supposed to? Yeah. How are you supposed to know? Especially with us, if it's like a private company, they can pay you whatever they want to pay you. There's no <laughs> like, you know, regulation. It's to say arbitrary that they have to, right. You could do what you want. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, yeah. a public company, I can understand, you know, cause they have shareholders and they have, you know, shit to answer to. So you can't be doing no, like, you know, but anyway. Mm. But I think to your point about like guidance, what's challenging is the generations before us, at least in my experience, for the most part, they were so deeply ingrained in that, that I don't think they know how to provide guidance, right? Like, I don't think that they know how to say like, slow down and whatever, because that was never even a thought for them. So then it kind of feels like to some degree, our generation is like, we're learning it and we teaching each other. (laughs) There are some people that you can get, like find somebody who's an older generation who's like, nah, sis, chill out. Like you don't want to end up like I ended up or you don't want to go down this road or I saw other people who did it, like do something different. Obviously they are there, but I feel like they're unicorns. And so we're kind of learning it as we are moving, but we're learning it because we're burnt out, because we're tired, because we're depressed and anxious and don't have it anymore. Like we're struggling. And then it's like, we got to figure something else out. Well, that, and I also feel that maybe, you know, like if you just think about, like if we're talking, because I'm only going to think from my experience, right? So a middle-class family, you know, back then they were having kids earlier. They were definitely, you know, taking on the household responsibility. And I feel like 
some of them, you know, wanted to give the opportunity for us to be able to have the, have that space to say, let me think about this or to be more, sure. um, you know, more exploratory, you know, we might've had more of a freedom to do that. You know, they were having larger families back then. Sure. You know, um, and some, you know, some with education, some not, and, and, you know, having to take care of, you know, 10 plus kids in some of these households, I feel like when you say ingrained, it's like, that's all like, yeah, it's like, that is literally all they know is to just work, 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 work. And I feel like the more and more I'm, you know, maturing and becoming, you know, you know, stepping into my womanhood, I'm like realizing like, okay, there has to be um, some type of balance. There has to be, you know, because I don't know, men, some men, they, you know, I feel like they work hard. Yes. But at the same time, when it comes to like, if we're talking about families and, you know, how I feel like moms, women, you know, if you're talking about strong black women and we're talking about motherhood as well, it's like, damn, (laughs) like, that's like, I mean, there's so many stories of the single black mom, right? Just the fact that like, it's so interesting that you never hear that about other sides, right? Right. It's a single black mama, like, oh, look, she was able to put him through college and she was able to do all this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm sure mama did not have a life. Yeah. Literally, you know, she, which is noble. She got to, you know, do that for her family and for her, her child, because the child obviously, you know, kids didn't ask to be here, but at the same time, you know, it's just like, damn, where's the support? Right. Right. Yeah. And that goes back to those narratives, right? Like it is the woman's responsibility. It's the mother's responsibility to take care of those things and take care of the children, get all of that done. And then, you know, it's not necessarily, and obviously not in every household, but it's not necessarily the man's responsibility. And so he can work or do other things and be fine. And, you know, there are men out there who are doing the same shit, but they don't get the same accolades for it. Uh, They're not being recognized for it in the same way. No, they're not. We are acknowledged for the amount of pain and suffering and Mm -hmm. hard work. It's almost like a badge of honor. Yes. Like how much can you destroy yourself? (laughs) Right. And still get shit done. And that's what you're going to get like your little Girl Scout badge for. (laughs) That's what this is. Right. And it's, it's not the same for men. It's, it's, they definitely have their stuff too, but like, it's different. We get awarded for sacrificing and the amount that we sacrifice and the amount that we uh, think about other people before ourselves and put other people first. And then we get bashed if we don't do those things, especially right. as a parent, oh, yeah. but <laughs> in other aspects of life too, like, if, it, if we don't do it, if we don't think about other people first, then, you know, we're looked at as selfish and all, all, all the things. And that has such an impact on how you feel about yourself, how you're moving through the world, how you, I mean, you were just talking about you having several breakdowns because you were doing the most, like that has a huge impact on your mental health and how you feel in the day to day. I just feel like you know, while 
it might, you know, I know we're supposed to, you know, live in acts of service. I don't think the service should be detrimental to you. Absolutely not. <laughs> you Absolutely know, not. I just don't, I don't see it. <laughs> I really don't mm-hmm. see it. And to me, to be a true like matriarch is to learn from the past past matriarchs take what they did and make it better and so if I'm going to be known as somebody it's also going to be known not only for what I did for my family but how I progressed and I you know what I did how I was human Mm, that part you know how I was really human that part absolutely and I think if I can say, not to say that like we're perfect, but I think our generation of Black women is fighting really hard in that. And I love it. Like the yeah. businesses that we are starting that are honoring and encouraging self-care and wellness, the ways that we are showing up to do more wellness events. I mean, you've talked extensively about like your meditation practice and, you know, people going to yoga and like all of these things that we are really showing up for. We both talk about going to therapy and all of that. And I feel like our generation is very heavily like, nah, this is not a cycle I want to continue. I got to do something different. I don't want to live this out. I don't want to become like the other people that you named in your family who are really struggling because they did not let their foot off the gas when they were younger. Right. Um, and I think we are doing that so well. The challenge is though, we're in that in-between generation where like the people before us didn't do it at all. And the people after us, they kind of got the hang of it. They're doing a lot better, but we were the generation that had to like learn the right. hard way. Right, exactly. So it's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough we went through several breakdowns before we got there well, it's, and like still proto- it. it's like the prototype you know you yes. gotta get it just right mm-hmm. so and there's bumps and bruises exactly. along the way right <laughs> like me today realizing <laughs> that I need to check the calendar more thoroughly before I say yes today <laughs> right right <laughs> <sighs> goodness no, I have so many. It's so funny you talk about the calendar. I have so many calendar invites to things <laughs> that I know, like some of them, majority of them I don't have to attend. I just need to know about. But right. there's just so many. And I just look as it grows each day. And I'm just like, hmm, I'm not adding anything on there unless I for sure need to attend. Right. Like, I, like all of them are just going to remain notifications. And at some point when the dates go by, I will clear them out. But until then, I'm not worried about them. (laughs) Mm -mm. And if I put it in, I'll definitely have an alert on for myself. Right. That's it. Right. Yes. I wish I could just leave things. (laughs) I wish I could just leave things on red. But you know, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) Mm. Well, I guess to sum it all up, if you are in a position, though, to help a Black woman, I mean, come on. Help just a sister out. Do it. Just do it. Help a sister out. Don't we, see any reason it. why you shouldn't. No, no. There's I mean, no. unless she's like a scammer or something. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, use your best judgment. Absolutely. Right. For sure. And at the same time, like show up and show out for other, other Black women. Because we out here and we tired and we deserve for people to like, take our hand and move us through it and 
if anybody does that well, it is black women. This is true. So why not do it for each other rather than doing it for all the other folks? I mean, we was feeding families on syrup sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) That is not where I thought you were going with that. Like at all. I know. Not where I thought you were. I don't even know why I thought of that. I don't know. Just really not where I thought. I thought this was going to turn into like a conversation about like white babies (laughs) and (laughs) black enslaved women and breastfeeding. And you went with syrup sandwiches and that. That's (laughs) not. That's not where it was going. I don't know. I mean, you're not wrong. I just. (laughs) Not where I thought that was going. Anyway. Help a sister out. That's going to be a new hashtag. <laughs> Help a sister out. <laughs> Excess Help baggage. Out. And if nothing else, do it for yourself. Say no. Schedule some time during your day, even if it's just five minutes, to take a few deep breaths, to take a nap, to just close your eyes, to walk away, to do something that feels good to your spirit, meditation, movement. Do some dancing. Dancing. dancing like nobody's watching something do something hit, good you know, for you. hit a lick one time that's all i'm saying <laughs> or several if that's what if that's your thing <laughs> <laughs> so like do something good for you because you deserve it and you know we can't be out here wearing ourselves out we need you sis like for real though we need you we can't have you wearing yourself out and not able to be present like this world needs your magic so <sighs> ain't that the truth mm-hmm. all right this next segment is called roses miss marlena who would you like to give your rose to today well my first name ain't baby it's janet miss jackson if that's <laughs> there um <laughs> Well, you know what? I wanted to give um, a rose to Janet Jackson. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about Janet on this podcast. I don't think you have. Um, First of all, I'm giving it to her because obviously, you know, I love music and I uh, like other music fans or pop culture fans. This past weekend, uh, the janet jackson documentary came out and it was like a four-part doc it was like four hours long and you know it was a documentary okay man it really was a like a real documentary and i really appreciate janet for doing it because she is a you know the jackson family is very private people you know especially because they've been dragged through the mug so much um which is you know, not ironic at all. Nothing about that is ironic. Just right. from, you know, the sixties on, you know, not surprised that the Jacksons have stayed in the, you know, news or tabloids or all that jazz, but, you know, Janet really did tell what she wanted to tell. How about that? You know, <laughs> and I, I, you know, growing up, Janet Jackson was, you know, you know, I want to say she was everything to me, but she definitely set the standards for me in terms of live shows. I love mm. concerts. Janet Jackson was my very first show I ever went to was the Janet Jackson Velvet Rope Tour. Wow. And 
You know, that was a lot for a 10 year old to take in, you know, sure. especially because she was like on her game. It wasn't like it was Janet Jackson, like coming out for a first tour. No, this is like four tours in, you know, mm. so she's on the top of she her game killing it. and killing it. And just the crowd was going wild and, you know, just being in that environment. I'm like, whoa, like this is what shows are like. This is what concerts are like. Uh and that kind of like turned me into kind of a concert junkie. So thanks, Janet. Um, <laughs> you know, but um, I just admire just the strength it took for her to come out of the shadow of her brothers. That is not an easy deal, especially mm. as big as the Jacksons were. I mean, they are the Jackson five, you know, one of the most successful, you know, African-American bands or bands really for all time, all time, right, but also right. African-American for sure. Because at that time, you know, we weren't really, <laughs> we were popping, but we weren't really popping. You know what I'm saying? And let, unless you were like a hit, they weren't like the, you know, they were like the first Beatles, you know, like mm-hmm. the, before Beatles were as, I feel like that's how it turned out to be, or it was our version of the Beatles kind of, you know, every black child, wanted to be with one of the Jacksons. Okay. That's just, just the way it is. Either the boys wanted to dress like them and be like them or the girls wanted to marry them. And that's just the way it was. So, you know, coming out of a family with that much superstardom and able to be able to get with the right, right people and know that she had to, you know, obviously take control of her image and what she wanted to do. Right. And not only doing what she wanted to do, but also like, the fact that Janet Jackson, you know, was sensual and sexual mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of testing the boundaries that, you know, you know, men could talk about whatever, you know, and it's no big deal. And, you know, for a woman to kind of put it all out there or whatever, and also come, like I said, coming from this like American dynasty type family, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're doing what, <laughs> you know, right. and people accepted her. Yeah, um, that's a big thing. And it's a, and really, if you look at any female artist of the last, I don't know, de- 25 years, they all have some sort of Janet flow in it. And I don't know if, we, you know, obviously we have to, you know, Janet and Janet's team and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and all those people like they they really like poured into her and she was able to just, you know, leave a badass legacy and Mm. um you know it's just a jackson you know i don't know what catherine and joe what they was doing but you know i knew what they was doing (laughs) i'm just saying something was in there something so determined to make sure that they had (laughs) successful children and they did not fail well, I mean, <laughs> Joseph de- definitely de- was determined. Okay, Listen, we won't even go into that. We know that. what they were we doing. What, yeah, we know what you were doing, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, Catherine- to some degree, you have to acknowledge that there was there was some natural talent there. Yeah, it was some and, magic yeah. formed between those two, and it, you know, unfortunately, they, they milked the <laughs> hell out of it. And you know, not always in healthy ways. Right. Not in a healthy way, but they they got them to where they are. And Joseph yeah. did have a vision. Janet and I and I was shocked that Janet throughout the doc was speaking highly of her father, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I get it. Again, it's an image. She didn't go yeah. into, she didn't give us every single thing, but at least to me, it felt like a documentary. And that's what I loved about it. And mm-hmm. there's home movies and, you know, scenes of, you know, even Michael that people, you know, people have never seen before, which was really touching. You oh, know, I know cool. the fans love that, you know, so I really felt like she, she bared just enough. No nip intended. <laughs> Miss Jackson, if you nasty, you know, and that whole fucking Super Bowl shit, it was fucking lame as hell. It was uh, literally girl. seconds. Get over it. You saw a nipple. Oh my god! Like it was just like the biggest thing, and it just it didn't make any sense. And I remember watching TV and watching it and being like, okay. I saw for a, <laughs> what a quarter of a second. I don't even know how long. Like I wasn't even sure. I had to ask, did it happen? Was that what? Was that what I thought I saw? Right. Um, but anyway, you know, she does not need to be remembered by that. I mean, they, you know, touched on that, but like, I, honestly, I wish they could just edit that shit because it's like, it was just stupid. It's a dumb time. All these Republicans down there in Congress talk about that shit. We got more problems, <laughs> worse problems to be discussing Janet than fucking alone. Janet's nipple. Are you kidding right. me? But, you know, anything a black woman does got to be under scrutiny. Yes, this is true. So shout out to Janet. You know, she's she's the queen. And those are only two two celebs that I really would want to meet in my life is Janet Jackson and Mariah Carey. Those are the only two. So, <laughs> you know, those two come into play. I'm with it. So, um, but yeah, shout out to JJ, Demita Joe. Uh, so I haven't seen it yet, but I got to check it out. Everybody's been talking about it and I've heard nothing but good things. So I oh, got to yeah. go check it out. It was, it was good. It was good, but it was a little strange. She didn't like, like she didn't talk about her, the, her latest issues. So I thought that was interesting. It was like, okay, I'm going to give you up until then to hear. And then after that, you know, we'll wrap and it up. And then after that, little, it ain't none of your damn business. business. <laughs> you know, because I still got, you know what I mean? And I ain't mad at it. She like some shit just need to stay in the vault. Mm-hmm. Ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> who do you want to give your rose to today? Ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so ridiculous. <laughs> um, I don't like. How do I even follow that? rose giving that was that was a lot and it was good and it was juicy um but I am going to give my rose to a friend Maria it is her birthday we have been friends for I don't even know how long time feels so strange I always want to say like five years but I know it's been more than that but I feel like the last three years all all clash as one so i don't even know how long but we've yeah, been friends. we don't don't count the last few years just minus those <laughs> but it like our friendship still counted oh <laughs> okay well okay so put like a little raise that put an asterisk next to, next to it just put it next to it there was you know? a pause here yeah there was a pause in life <laughs> uh, oh goodness but i want to shout her out um because as I, you know, people's birthdays come up, you start thinking about time that y'all spent together, how long y'all have known each other, years that y'all have been in each other's lives and things of that nature. And I just think back to the ways that 
Maria and I connected early on and like we were kind of running in parallel circles and never really truly connected for a long time and then happened to be at like a couple different events together and started kind of speaking to each other a little bit more and all of that and you just never know who someone's going to become to you right you just never know and like she was definitely one of those people who it was like oh this is cool whatever we kind of know similar people and then we became really good friends out of nowhere and the people who like we met through neither one of us speak to anymore um so just acknowledging the the ways that she and I have grown uh to some degree even I wouldn't say grew apart but like we've had our our moments of separation because life and things happen all of that but just recognizing the things that she and I have been through together the ways that we've supported each other she supported my first business venture when I was doing that and I did the same for her we were doing that kind of at the same time we both let those things go as she continued to pursue school and I you know moved on to really focusing on being a therapist and starting this business and all of that and I don't know it's just nice to have someone also who I feel like I can be all of me with and I, I don't I feel like a, even even though I have friends that I consider really good friends that I love them to death, like there are just certain, there are very few people in my life who I feel like I can give all of myself to, like present all of myself to um, spiritually because a lot of people are just like, Katrina's a hippie. I don't know. We don't understand her her stuff. Um, and, you know, talking about work and the things that I do, um, how I feel in you know dating and relationships and all of these kind of things and I don't know I just with her none of that mattered and it's always been we've been able to just be present with each other and even if I don't like it or don't agree or whatever it was okay that there was acceptance and we could be with each other um so I just want to honor her today shout out to her she is having a birthday. She's entering another year of life. Uh, I've already said this to her, but I wish her many blessings, joy, lots of abundance during this new year of life because she deserves all of it. And yeah. Cool. Shout out to Maria. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know which song I wanted to go with. Like, did I want to go with Maria, Maria? That's the one I thought you was going to go with. That's the one Not I thought. The story. You have actually no. That was the one. But think about it. The song that I chose was Maria. Maria. I just met a girl named. That's Maria, that, and they yeah. literally say it. Maria, Maria. She reminds me of West Side Story. So they're connected. <laughs> yeah. They are connected. They are connected. <laughs> they are connected. But shout out to Maria. I hope you're having a great day, and you know, turn up. However, whatever yeah exactly whatever turn up that means to you right <laughs> take a nap you know what i mean <laughs> if turn that's what up, turning up exactly turn up might be go get a massage turn up you know right. turn turn up could be turn my turn, phone off yeah you completely just disappear i'm turning up turn uh turn everything off <laughs> right exactly that's a turn up that is a turn up listen these days Shut that shit down. 
True. I love having do not disturb on. Yeah. I, I, I can't do it a lot because of work, but sometimes when I do it, I feel so relieved. I'm like, oh, I don't have to, because this is the buzzing sound and I think I'm hearing buzzing. I'm like crazy. That's I don't know what when you the phantom. Exactly. <laughs> phantom sound. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think I'm gosh. hearing it and it's, it's not happening. Sometimes it, it, it definitely is. And then sometimes I'm like, wow, girl, that's you made crazy. that up. I made that up. <laughs> great, great, great. You're losing it. And then because uh, I because I don't like to walk around with my phone on me because I leave my phone in another room. But, you know, because I, I kind of have to have my space at times. Absolutely. And so and sometimes, you know, my boss can send me a bunch of shit. And so it's just like back to back to back. And then I'm like, OK, I need to just not be in a room with the phone. And then maybe in 20 minutes, I will go back and look again. But right now I need to just be away from that because it's right. too much. It's too much. And if it really is serious, like I have other chimes going off in other places that'll tell me if it's like, ding, ding. If I keep hearing something, then I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess I got to go get my phone. It <laughs> 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 oh, was gosh. doing just fine over there somewhere else. It was doing okay. Ma'am. I know. Mm-hmm. But I hear you. You know. I hear you. I, I use my phone for work as well. A separate number, but still it's connected to the same phone. So I'd be ready to put that shit down yeah. a lot of the time. So turn your phone off if that's your turn up for today. Yes, Maria, you do that. <laughs> we come back to Maria. Yes, Maria, you do that, girl. Turn down for what? <laughs> Lord, I haven't heard anybody say that in a long time. It's me. <sighs> we know. Except me. Katrina, accept me. Girl, we how many years into this thing? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, you guys have a good week and uh, support a Black business this week. Support a Black woman business this week. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do a little plug. I have t-shirts. <laughs> it does have t-shirts. I do. I could do a little plug. And the tea goes on. You know, I sell a little graphic tees thinking about changing it though not about the graphic tees but just a different type of tees but right Mm. now i do have tees for sale so i'm a black woman business katrina has wellness everything everything (laughs) classes she has workbooks i'm sure or any book that you can purchase if you need so we're we're a black woman business and yeah um excess baggage is a business so go on and go on and review yeah that part (laughs) Anyway, it's Black we'll History Month. We'll drop all the links in the we show are. notes so y'all can see them. But, you know, go out there and support some some Black folks, specifically Black women this week, because we're talking about our struggle. That's right. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. Both shows.